from the Summer Skate Studios. This is Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Top Golf. At every Top Golf, it's about fun, climate-controlled bays, increased safety measures with your choice of games, as well as our sports bar and restaurant. See your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. San Diego State University, building the foundations of something bigger at the top college hockey program in California. Go to sdsuhockey.com to find out how you can be a part of it on and off the ice. Buy summer skates, shower shoes, and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, from coast to coast and beyond, wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Central Oklahoma University Hockey. Go to uclhockey.com to follow the two-time ACHA M1 National Champions as they look to add a third championship banner to the rafters. Jets Pizza. With six different styles of pizza and eight different types of crust to go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. Buy Toyota. See the dealers that support hockey in your community for your next car. Peterson Toyota in Fort Collins, Colorado, Desert Toyota in Tucson, Findlay Toyota in Las Vegas, and Toyota of the Desert in Cathedral City, California. By M-Drive, our boost and burn is specifically designed to help you get active, get lean, burn fat. Get yours today at mdriveformen.com. Oklahoma University Hockey, 20 years of the action you crave, only faster. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, award-winning barbecue for your next catered event at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas or at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Analytics and Eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, well, welcome in, hockey fans. It's Monday night, which means it's time for Analytics and Eyeballs. Ha, ah, Scott Strandy with you tonight in Maricopa, Arizona. And um, I'll be honest with you, right up front, I uh, am four hours removed from a tooth extraction and may have a, uh, a numbness and a, a little bit of uh, inability to speak tonight. But my co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from Long Island, New York, in the big, beautiful, palatial estate, will have no problem articulating what he needs to say tonight. Paul, well, how see, are you? See, you just, you just, you just, you just outed yourself. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> because you said you might not be able to speak, and that's clearly the case because you continue to think about this quote-unquote palatialist, which <laughs> is nonsense. Um, it's got nothing to do with speaking. That's just got to do with thinking. I rest my case. Anyway, <laughs> and, 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 and the listeners are not subject to the selfies of your face and teeth. Like I, I sent am. you, I sent you a few of those today. God. Sorry about that. <laughs> Just wanted you to know what I was going through. <laughs> oh, I'm not, not, not I, was trying, uh, I, I, I have the last couple of hours trying to poke my eyes out. I have the, <laughs> can't unsee it. I have the official hockey player look, and uh, my dentist today said, "You know what? We can get you a flipper." You know what a flipper is? Yeah, I'm wearing a pair. <laughs> oh no, those are flip flops. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, they're gonna get me a flipper to fill in the gap 
uh, with the tooth that they took out today. But whatever. If you were really a hockey player, you'd have pulled it out yourself. Yeah. Well, I tried. I tried. I got three quarters of it. I didn't get the end of it, but you know, whatever. So uh, sat in the dental chair at three thirty. I'm thinking like this is only four hours before the show starts, and uh, my dentist says, "Ah, I think we'll just uh, pull that the rest of that tooth out now." Right. I'm going like, "Okay." So uh, inject me with some Novocaine and numb me up good, and then and then she says, "You know, maybe we should do X-rays too, and and maybe we should do a mold of your mouth." Yeah. So we're, I'm going like, "Oh, good Lord, here we go." Cha-ching. Uh, so uh, they get all that done, and then uh, she goes, okay, I'm going to take the tooth out. Now you feel a little pressure. And then about five minutes later, she's like, all done. And I'm going like, uh, aren't you going to take the tooth out? She goes, oh, it's gone. <laughs> I'm going like, okay, okay, it's gone. I'm good. Oh, so, yeah, those, uh, those, um, <laughs> those um, fluids work yeah. wonders. Oh, uh, yeah. So then I, I get to go home and uh, – pack my mouth with gauze for about 90 minutes and finally it stopped bleeding so I could start to try to talk again. And now I'm hungry because uh, this happened this morning and I didn't right. uh, I didn't eat lunch or anything like that. So now I'm ready to eat. Can't eat yet. Um, yeah. So anyway, that, that, that's my life in a nutshell today. Whatever. You don't want to um, start drooling all over yourself because you can't feel the, the you can't feel anything. When you yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, I had a chance to stop by our newest partner, uh, the Spaghetti Shack, today and see oh, Joey wow. over there. Now, now listen now. And see now, right? You can just suck that spaghetti up. Well, that'll be tomorrow. Missing space. That'll be tomorrow because uh, I will be there tomorrow night, in case you didn't know. 7.30 or 8.30 and come on in and get a gift certificate from uh, from our friends at uh, Spaghetti Shack. I got a couple to give away. You know, I might bring some summer skates, too, and might have a couple of those. So. If you want to stop by tomorrow, it is Spaghetti Taco Taco Spaghetti Tuesday. So you can get your spaghetti in a taco shell if you prefer. Tonight's the night that I'm missing, though, Paul, and you know that. It's Meatball Monday, and uh, it's killing me. It is killing me. So uh, I, might, I might just have to add uh, add some meatballs tomorrow to my meal just to uh, make up for what I missed today. But anyway. Okay, so... um. Here's how we're going to start the show tonight. I didn't even tell you this, but but this is what... I never do. No, I never do, because I like to surprise you. And, uh, and when I do that, I also like to uh, disconnect my headphones. That way, I can talk to you, but I can't hear you. Anyway, I'm back. You're back. Somebody's well, back. Yeah, I hit the call. Okay. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Um I'm looking through the pairwise. This is where we start. Tony, Tony Granado can wait. Okay. No, well, it can wait. listen, I just it can wait because that's not a surprise. That's not a shock to anybody oh, in the hockey still, world. It's still news. You still have to say something. Yeah. Yeah. We will. Um, okay. But I'm looking at the pairwise because you right. and I had a discussion today um, before I had the tooth extracted, and I'm right. going back and forth, going back and forth, and I can't help myself. Okay. I know so I'm you just can't. Give, that's the problem. I'm, I'm telling everybody right up front, I can't help myself. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna tell you the teams. I'm gonna give you the records of some teams. Three teams, right? Twenty eleven and three. Twenty wins. Eleven losses. Three ties. Twenty. Twenty one. Fifteen and one. Twenty wins. Twenty fourteen and three. Twenty wins. And now this one. Twenty two ten and two. Twenty wins. 
which, which should be the one that would be coming first if uh, your eyeballs looked at the uh, the numbers? Oh, was I actually supposed to pay attention to who those yeah. teams were? No, no, no. I don't want you to look at the names. I don't I'm know. I'm asking you about the records. Who should be first? I don't know. How about the team with the most wins and the fewest losses of those four? How about that? Wouldn't that be a novel idea? I don't know. That's yeah, it would. You have to talk to the computer. <laughs> no, don't go down this road again. Well, but not... that's what you're saying. No. That is exactly what you're saying. No, I'm saying analytics and eyeballs. My eyeballs tell me that 22, 10, and 2 is better than 20, 11, and 3, 21, 15, and 1, and also better than 20, 14, and 3. You can't tell me. I don't care in this day and age. You cannot tell me that record is not better than the other three. You can't, because I'm just not going to buy it. Well, you, um, don't have to you buy got it, fewer, you got fewer to, losses, and you got more to, wins. So why are you playing? Why are you playing the game if you have more wins and fewer losses, and yet you're behind three teams? Uh, you're just going. Are you a computer expert? Because this can reprogram the computer. <laughs> no, I'm just using the eyeball test because this show is called Analytics and Eyeballs. I right. know what the analytics say. I know it. I'm just okay. telling you, I don't agree with them. So there we go. I got to get that out of the way right, right in the very beginning of the show. Let me tell you the teams. St. Cloud, 2011-3. Yeah. and three. Penn right. State, 21-15-1. Ohio right. State, 2014-3. and three. Right. And uh, Alaska Fairbanks, 22-10-2. and two. Right. Guess which one is number 13? It's well, Alaska. Yeah, we know that. Okay. And I'm going to tell you that the hate mail that you're probably well, getting and the comments you're could, probably getting are probably you, you, coming from number seven, number eight, and number 10, who think that they are a much better program than number 13. And maybe they are. But but let's, uh, let's have a chance to play it on the ice and see who comes out on top in that battle. Right. Well, they probably will. Not if one team doesn't make the tournament, then they won't. Well, well listen, um, do you expect St. Cloud to drop? Because I think they're too far up. They might drop out of the number two seed spot. I think you could see a lot of that as you look at the pairwise. Right now, Penn State and Western Michigan uh, have the same RPI. They're basically tied. Uh, and Ohio State's not that far behind. That's a big jumble, and that's going to cause problems for the committee. You know, what happens with Michigan Tech and Minnesota State? Somebody's got to lose. Because they both yep. can't win the CCHA championship. Yep. So somebody's got to lose at least one game. You're correct. Let, let me tell you what my eyeballs tell me about Michigan Tech and Minnesota and the fact, State, and, though. And the fact is, the fact is, that, you know, if Minnesota State doesn't win the CCHA, they probably do drop behind Fairbanks. Um, you know, with the ECAC, it's a little more complicated. But Cornell doesn't play, you know, plays next weekend uh, against Clarkson. And we know how tough Clarkson can be. Do I think that Clarkson was going to win that two out of three? Um, maybe not, probably not, you know, they're, Ooh, that's they're, hedging the bet, but do I think Clarkson is going to get swept? 
I don't think so. No, but, but let me tell you this. Let me tell you so, this. So, so that throws State, things into chaos, too. I know, but let me tell you this. Michigan Tech, 24-9-4. Minnesota right. State, 23-12-1. Right. I don't have a problem with either one of those yes, being slightly ahead of Alaska. Yes, and here's do. why. Because they have more wins than Alaska, and Minnesota State has two fewer losses. But the, um, the, the, those numbers are statistically are two more losses. But but Michigan, but no, no, but because you're I'm, telling me that it doesn't matter if you win or lose during the regular no, season. What I'm telling you is that those numbers, based on math, are statistically insignificant. And I'm telling you that when you play the game, you play to win them. You try to amass as many wins and right. as few losses right. as you can. Right. right. And and this whole system is telling you that. 22 10 and 2 is not good enough to be in your tournament. What I what this system is telling me is that it's very tight. And you know, I don't you you can't sit here and say it, it is it is not out of the realm of possibility that Minnesota State drops drops. It's not above the you know, depending on what happens. What if Michigan Tech loses this weekend to Ferris? What happens? That that they're going to get killed. Um, will, they though, will they though, or will the computer say, you know what? Um, they played in a tough conference, so because they played in a tough conference and a tough schedule, um, we're going to keep them there anyway. We're not going to drop them. Um, I well, no, that doesn't matter. The numbers, it's still going to get affected. It won't drop them. It won't drop them. Trust me. Trust me. They're no, not going when anywhere. When it comes to math, I don't really trust you, but okay. <laughs> They're not going anywhere. And uh, it, it's just, uh, it, it, you know, my point being is the show is called Analytics and Eyeballs. I know the analytics. I know that the eyeballs lose on this every single time. But I just think, uh, like you ranted last night, uh, I think that you need to look at it uh, with your eyeballs, too, and go, hey, you know what? Something doesn't look right here because, you know, this is this, this is that, whatever. Um, you know, and, and I know it'll never get resolved. I know that. So well, I'm saying that right up front. It, it, I'm just saying that, because, you know, if there's a team that play. gets ripped, ripped from the uh, the grasp of a NCAA tournament bid, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, first of all, this is why they took the subjectivity out of it. But there's always going to be somebody that feels they're going to get screwed. What 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 are you what are you going to tell what are you going to what are you going to say, um, in in two or three years or maybe even next year who knows, um, when they take the Michael Weissman amendment and make it twenty four teams. What are you going to say? Then team twenty five is going to scream that they're getting screwed. Or team twenty six. No. That, uh, yes, that, that that's exactly what's going to happen. That no, it's, that could be the case. Always going to happen. That could be the case. But here's the thing: what lay down some criteria. You laid down they criteria. They do. They have the for, computer. You laid down criteria, though, that no matter what the computer says, if you're under five hundred, you're not right. getting in. Okay. Correct. Correct. They laid down that criteria. The unless computer you win didn't. Your conference term, unless you win the automatic bid. Right. Right. But the computer didn't do that. Somebody okay. laid down that criteria. So here's well, what I'm asking. Do? No, no, no. Here's, here's what, what I'm do. asking. This is what they do. They just take a big, giant, black Sharpie and cross that team out. Take the next team. It's not that hard. 
No, I didn't say it was hard. But what I'm saying is if you could lay down one criteria, how about considering a second criteria? No, because how about that saying the point. you don't get in unless you have 20 wins. You must win no. 20 hockey games to qualify. No. Why? No. Why? No, because why? Because I'm telling you why. Because these types of arguments, and they're going to probably tweak the pairwise next year, from what I hear, to make it a little bit similar to what the women do, which I guess is different. And that tournament starts this weekend. Um, no, they made the determination that we're going to go strictly by the formula that we set up. You want to tweak things? You got to tweak the formula. Except that 500 oh. rule still is in there. Right. Okay. It should be. <laughs> well, no. It be. It, okay. If it can be in there, and I agree, if you're under 500, you shouldn't be in the tournament. But I also think you should add a second criteria. You must be over 500, and you must have 20 wins, and then let the computer go to town. Nope. Because you, you think an 18-win team deserves to be in the tournament. Well, if they expand it to 24, you're going to get a couple of those, whether you like it or not. Uh, then, then I would add. If you expand the tournament, I think you should add a couple more weeks to the season. Uh, they're not going to give do their that. four the more season, games. The season's already long, the longest in college sports. I think it's even longer than wrestling. I know, the but longest. it's not even close to everything else in hockey. Junior hockey, American Hockey League, ECHL, NHL—not even close. Well, you can't compare this to professional hockey, and 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 in a sense, that's what junior hockey is in Canada. Those guys are anyway. not getting paid. Those guys are not going to play junior hockey to, to go to school. I, I'm just – Alaska fans, if you're listening, I'm making the case for you like Paul Hornstein did last night. He was upset with people telling you uh, that you don't deserve to be in. I'm telling you you deserve to be in because your record says you deserve to be in, and uh, you've earned it. The only thing you, – you can't, you can't manipulate the computer, but you can manipulate the way you play games and the number of games that you win. And if anybody wants to take a look at what Alaska did coming down the stretch, and let's start the stretch from December and see how many games they won against some very tough opponents in some very difficult situations. They did what they could do. They did what they had to do right. to win as many games right. as they could. They posted a 22-10-2 and two record, right. and, and they may be shut out because the computer says so. Right. But you knew that going into the season. Everybody did. Your point? No, my point is everybody knew what the rules were when they went in. Yeah, your so, point? And, and if you don't like the rules, then don't play. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Uh, I'm just saying that you, you got to you gotta tweak some things. You tweaked it to, to say 500 record. Tweak it for something else. Uh, anyway. Don't lose to St. Thomas in overtime. Well, yeah, um, but let, let's look at your, your three teams. I'm going to take St. Cloud out of this because they are what they are. But Penn State and Ohio State, 15 and 14 losses respectively. That's a joke. That is a joke. You should not be in the tournament with 15 and 14 losses. You should not. You should have to play and win games to earn the right. It shouldn't matter that you're in the Big Ten. What should matter is how many games you won and how many games you didn't lose. And, uh, you know, I mean, that, that's, it's just a ridiculous number. I, I go down and I look across the board at 
at all the teams that are in the pairwise right now, and those are like sore thumbs jumping out at you. The number eight team in the country lost 15 times. The number six team in the country only lost six times. Come on. Let's let's use our head here just a tad. Use a computer all you want, but when you get something that's way out of whack, nope. then, then use your eyeballs to it and no. go like, hey, no, no. we need to adjust no. this. You want a 15-win team to win the nat- or 15-loss team to win a national championship? I don't. You'd be happy with that? I don't. But those were the rules going in. I know that. <laughs> we're, we're arguing a mute point. It's not even an argument. I'm just making a statement. I'm saying, like, something doesn't look right. When every other team is, is 11 losses or less, and all of a sudden two jump up that have 15 and 14 uh, respectively, and you're going to tell me, maybe not you, but other people are going to tell me that because they play in the Big Ten, it's okay. It's okay to lose 15 or 14 times because they're in the Big Ten. Huh? Yeah, this year, this year it clearly huh? was. Huh? This year it clearly was. And, and you look at Michigan, Michigan State as number 16. They've lost 17 times. They won right. one more game than they lost. Right. They're barely 500. And they're right. six. They're better than every other team in the country except 14 or 15 teams. Yeah. No, they aren't. No, they aren't. And you know they aren't. You can bear. I would put Michigan State up against Omaha, who's number 18, and they'd lose. I would put them up against their own conference opponent, number uh, 18, Notre Dame, and they'd lose. I'd put them up against North Dakota, and they'd lose. No, no, stop. Stop. I'd put them against Boston College, and they'd lose. You can't say that because, first of all, they just beat Notre Dame on Notre Dame's ice two out of three. Okay. So you can't say that. Okay. But then let me go to Notre Dame. By the way, insanely, the first ever wins for them in the Big Ten Conference Tournament. (laughs) Insane. When when, when that was said by – um, former guest of the show, Ben Holden, he said that I was like, what? How's that possible? But they were 0-14 <laughs> in the Big Ten uh, tournament. Keeps going into this my past point. weekend. So they're, they're number 16 with a 17-loss right. record. Right. Notre Dame is 500, and they're number 18. They're still number 18. They can't even go to the tournament, but they're well, still no, number they're 18 they're in the out. country. There's no, there is no way for them to move up far enough. To, to get in the tournament. They're done. Right. So they're and they're number they're still number eighteen, which means they're ahead of RIT, North Dakota, Duluth, right. Boston College, UMass right. Lowell, Providence, right. Maine. I mean you, you mean, go down the list, all the teams that they're still ahead of. You're under five hundred vampires? Of. You're under five hundred vampires? And they could be above five hundred because they still got they games could. to play. They could. And they're behind number eighteen team in the country. Right. As bad as Duluth has been this year, they could end up with a better record than Notre Dame. They could. I don't know. It, it's just insane. It's just they'd insane. Have to, they'd have, in order to do that, though, they'd have to win the NCHC tournament. I'm not ruling them out. Well, I'm just saying, in order for them to finish above 500, they literally have to win. And if they win the it, NCHC they're going to the tournament no matter what the record is. That's, right. that's how so crazy the system that's is. That's the only way for – well, that's – that's the listen. It's happened before. I know it has. It'll happen. And I'm again. just, I'm just saying you need to, you need to tweak some things. You tweaked it to put in the 500 record. Now tweak it to, to no. make the, your eyeballs no. look no. normal. No. Nobody wants to see a champion no. with a 500 record. Nobody. That's the way it is. That's Nobody way wants is. to see it. Nobody wants to see it. 
You want to see a team that's played because here's the deal. If you're going to play hockey all year long and the blood, sweat, and tears go into performing all season long, and I've seen it up close and personal this year more than ever before. What year uh, did your did your vampires? I don't get care. Into, get into the tournament by point zero 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 one, and I didn't support that. that. I did oh, not support that. Yeah. Okay. No way. No way. You've got to. I want to see a champion that's a true champion. I want to see a, a champion that's earned it all season long, not that that got in barely and then then got lucky in a couple of games and and whatever. Um, just crown a natural champion. Crown somebody oh, that, that wins 20, hockey games 20, and doesn't 2000, lose. 2017, 2018, they edge out the other maroon and gold team, and this is probably why the Fuhrer was as loud as it was because of those whiny, <clears throat> sorry, um, um, whipped-up fans. Um, point zero 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 one. I know, and I don't care. And that's because that's because there were upsets in the conference tournaments. Like what's going to happen this year, more than likely. No, see, well, I don't. I don't agree with that. You don't think there's going to be upsets this year? Maybe there's going to be one. Nah, there's going to be more than one. Uh, be at least thing. two, maybe three. No, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Okay. Do we, do we want to put a wager on this so people know that we're we're serious about this? I'm serious about this. I'm not, <laughs> where would the upset come from? Besides, I mean, could, it, could anybody the in Hockey from... East? Anybody in Hockey East can win that tournament. There is no clear yeah, cut. Could. I've watched Boston University play. I've watched Boston College play. There is no difference between those two teams when it comes to tournament time. The only difference is their record in the pair. What? Stop going by reputation. Well, that's what matters. No, I saw him. I saw him on the ice. I saw him playing in in Tempe. For for BC to 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 pull that off, they would have to win four games where they were the under three three games where they were the underdog and one game where it was even, and that would be on Wednesday night against UMass. So. They would have to beat BU, who would be favored. They'd have to beat UConn or, or, or UMass Lowell, who'll be favored. They'd have to beat Northeastern or Merrimack all on the lines and meet, win all those games as a, as an underdog. In order, Here, here's the thing though: to, to you're using the term. the term "underdog" like they're five goal differentials. The underdog term is strictly about a goal, if that, maybe a half a goal differential well, in that conference between top to bottom. You still have to do it four days or four games guess in a what? row. If you're going to win the NCAA tournament, you got to do that too. Are you saying that BC is going to win the NCAA tournament? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that they can they can play good enough to win their conference. They well, they haven't all year. I know they haven't all year, but has it been the conference tournament all year? No, because you just told me that the regular season doesn't matter. You said well, wins and losses don't matter. It's just, theoretically, unless it's just you're what the computer says. Theoretically, if you're an independent, it really doesn't matter. Boston College isn't an independent. No, but they still have a chance to win the, the to get into the NCAA tournament with their record because they're in the conference tournament. Exactly. In the auto bid. Exactly. That has nothing. But that's not the. But same the conversation we're just having is what the conversation we're having is: is there a possibility for teams to 
have two or three upsets. And I'm saying there is because I'm telling you, the parody is like never before. And I've witnessed it. I've seen all these different teams play. And I can tell you and on any given night, about, any given about, night, especially in the hockey in hockey East, on whatever. any given night, anybody can beat anybody. UMass beat Denver right. twice. Right. And you're telling me that Boston College can't go through and win four games in a row? I'm not saying they can't. I'm saying it's unlikely. Well, that that's just you're just looking at it that way. I mean, it, it there's I'm just telling you that anybody Listen, can beat anybody this year. Listen, and could, I would could, not be slightly surprised. I wouldn't even be remotely surprised if if there were three upsets in the conference tournament. I really would not. Surprised? No. Realistic? No. You're not being realistic either. Uh, can, I'm, can, I'm telling you, you. Say that, that you wouldn't be shocked. Have Have you seen them all play in person? Have you? Yeah, most of them. Oh, I could. Well, I I don't get to see anybody in person. <laughs> I'm just telling you that there's there's not that much difference between first and last in a lot of these conferences, like I've never seen before. And I've watched hockey for 50 years, and I've never seen it quite as close as it is. So. If there's going to be a year where there's going to be upsets, multiple upsets in tournaments, it's going to be this year. I'm not even going to say straight out that Minnesota or Michigan is going to win the Big Ten, I, because there's a chance that they could lose. So there, there could is. be a there could be a team in there that's not even going to the tournament. Could be, and I, who would be surprised at that? Nobody. So that yeah, could be I an think. upset. It could be, but okay. If 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 your crazy Penn State um, gets hot in the tournament and wins it, except you're they're out. Surprised at that? Except they're out. Penn State? Yeah, they lost to Ohio State. Okay, so how about Ohio State then? Let's use them as an example. They could win it all. The conference or the chant or the national no the conference. No, they they don't got a prayer for the national championship, but oh, that's why they could I, win I the wanna... conference. I want to. I'm sure they do. They they have a chance. That would be an upset, wouldn't it? Sure. Okay. So there's one. Here's the problem with that, though. Quinnipiac's not being upset, though. No, no, so I can guarantee time you that. Out. Time out. Time out. Ohio State is already um, ahead of Alaska. So that's not gonna. That's not. And they're gonna stay there. Well, likely, yeah, but that's so. That's not. That's not really. A, that's not really going to cause Alaska to lose a spot. No, I didn't say that. Yes, I, you did. I didn't. I, I just said that there's going to be upsets in the tournament. Okay, I, the, but we need the, to talk about the, ch the the chances of upsets by teams that can drop Fairbanks out of the tournament. Okay. Well, then I'll give you some names: Cornell, Merrimack. Michigan State, Northeastern, well, Omaha. Uh, no, they're uh, yeah, no, you, no, Northeastern. You can't say Northeastern and Merrimack because only one of them can win. I know, but one of them, it doesn't matter if if either one of them won, that would up that would because they're behind Alaska, they would bump them. If right. Omaha also, were to win the Frozen also, Faceoff, that would eliminate them. Well, here's the deal, though. Once again. Um, it, the, the, those teams, Northeastern and Merrimack, are on a collision course for the conference semifinals. 
I realize that, but one of them will and, win, and, and one of them, if they if they get there, one of them will advance to the the championship game, and one won't. Right. And whoever advances gonna, has got a shot means, to pull the upset. That means somebody's going to lose. Right. And they're both right now behind Alaska, so one or the other could move up and take a spot. They so could, could Omaha. They could. And so could Michigan State, correct? Theoretically, yes. Yeah, so there's three there. All right. Are they are they going to beat that other maroon and gold team? Who, Michigan State? Yeah. Well, who did they just beat this weekend? They beat Notre Dame. Yeah. You don't think they but could beat? that was a 4-5. What? Could they, could they win? You sure they could. <laughs> uh, they could I'm just play telling nine you. times out of ten, All Minnesota I'm... could win. What, Herb? But not, not that game. Not that night. I just I not mean, tonight. Well, the game's not until next next Saturday. <laughs> anyway, uh, my point being is, uh, I made one point, and that was strictly just use your eyeballs too. Don't just totally think that the best team in the tournament is the pairwise team. Because I'll still tell you right now, and I think you and I both agree with this. Denver is listed as number three in the pairwise, and we both think they're probably the best team in the country. Right. And. I, if you're the best team in the country, how can you be number three in a ranking? Well, that's what the computer says. That's that's the agreed <laughs> that's, upon. That's formula. my point. That's my point. But that's is that the agreed upon formula? At the I know start that of the season. I know that, and I'm not if trying to say. Like the, I'm not trying to like, say it now. I'm telling you, is look yes, at this are. year. No, I'm not. I'm saying look at it this year, and make some tweaks. You were able to make some tweaks. Uh, tweaks before when you, whenever you change it to 500 or below, doesn't get in. You made a tweak there. Now make I, a tweak and well, say no, you're, you're, you got to have 20, you got to have 20 wins. Stupid rule. It's a stupid. Why? Because it just is. Because you don't need to win games. Well, you do need to win games, but every just team not 20. Wins, but every team, 14 of the top 16 in the pairwise, um, uh, have 20 wins. Right. And and in order for those teams to lock up getting in the tournament, they have to get to 20 wins. So yep. It's not necessary to change the rule because it's got to got to do that anyway. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Anyway, that that was my point. Uh, I made my point and we'll step off of that point because oh. we have a Super 16 to talk about and we got to get that in. But we'll do that right after we hear from a few of our partners. And by the way, did I mention that I'm going to be over at the Spaghetti Shack on Rural Road tomorrow night? Really? 7.30 to 8.30, doing the show live. And uh, there are gift certificates to be given away. So get on over there. Enjoy uh, your favorite spaghetti dish at the Spaghetti Shop. And uh, Paul and I will be back in just a couple of minutes. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. After a hard day at work or a long week, 
what's better than some good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack is located at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, as well as its ghost kitchen in Queen Creek. For lunch, dinner, or catering, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goalie score. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus for the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness gracious man. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for the next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. From the nation's best college hockey conference... Access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. It's Monday night, which means it is analytics and eyeballs. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Maricopa, Arizona. My co-host, as always, out on that beautiful estate out on Long Island, New York, Paul Hornstein. Um, Paul, it's time to open up the uh, the Super 16 because, doggone it, you did it again. You outsmarted every computer in the country. And you've actually got the, you know, the team's pretty much right, I think. So uh, congratulations to you. Oh, Do you want to reveal them or should I? Well, what's the difference? I have to explain them. So I, uh, why do I have to? Uh, the fact okay. of the matter is, I, only got, I think I only got one more week of this to go. So, <laughs> Okay, let me, let me start it out by giving you groups of four. Here we go. One through four. Number one, Quinnipiac at 28, 3, and 3. Number two, Minnesota, 25-8-1. Uh, number three, Denver, 28-8-0. And, oh. and number four, Boston University at 24-10-0. Oh. The, uh, the things that I see there, Paul, you have Denver wrong, but you do have teams with multiple 20-win uh, records. Go ahead. Well, How would you come up with them? None of those teams lost 
and I had them the same way last week. So why would I change it? You know, yes, because you're, on, not, a, you're on, not a computer. Well, yeah, but based on your criteria, uh, Quinnipiac should be number one. Yes, they should. Denver should be number two. Minnesota should be number three. But you know, and we'll put Boston. You at a twenty-four because they got twenty-four wins. Because that's what you play the game for to win. Well, then, all yeah, right. But then Michigan Game's Tech should fu- be. Then Michigan Tech should be five. Okay. So maybe they should. Just, maybe so they maybe, should. So let's just can this whole thing, and because clearly I have it wrong too. <laughs> uh, anyway, you have number five is Michigan at 22, 11, and three. You've got Harvard at six at 21, six, and two. Uh, you got Western Michigan at seven at 23, 12, and one. You've got Minnesota State number eight at 23, 12, and one. Yay. All teams with 20 wins or more. Right. Okay. I mean, five through eight. How'd you get there? You got Minnesota once, up once ahead. Again. And Western Michigan way ahead of what the pairwise says. Well, once again, Michigan didn't lose. Harvard didn't even play. Um, St. Cloud was there. They got dropped, but we'll get to that, I guess. Uh, Western Michigan and, and Minnesota State both uh, had 2-0 and weekends. Um, and, you know, advanced in their conference tournaments, which is kind of a... I don't know. Like I said, we're getting to that point where everybody's in tournaments except for the independent teams, but then they have the Scott Strandy Independent Cup. So it's the College Hockey West Independent Cup. Oh, oh it's the Scott anyway. Cup. That's sorry. So here we go. Uh, nine through twelve, Michigan Tech twenty four nine and four. Number ten, Saint Cloud at twenty eleven and three. Number eleven, Cornell. Um, at uh is that 18 9 and 2 or 16 9 yes, and 2 I no, can't. It's 18 okay i'm having a hard time seeing um and alaska in at number 12 at 22 10 and 2 uh your thoughts on 9 through 12. well once again michigan tech you know didn't do anything to drop um the team that did drop was st cloud because uh they, they split their games at home with your vampires i mean bulldogs um so you mean you can't stay there when you split at home, you know, in 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 basically uh, a playoff game or at least playoff seating in, involved. Um, Cornell didn't play, and uh, you know Fairbanks is where I they belong. To be honest, yeah, uh, yeah, they're the number twelve team in the country in my book too. I'd keep them there. Well, and the pairwise has a pretty much twelve too. They're tied with Minnesota State. Except there's a 13 next to their name. Yeah, except I don't, I, I don't know off the top of my head what the computer uses to, quote, break that tie, but okay. But it won't take much, obviously. I mean, if Minnesota State loses to Ferris, they'd be, they would drop. Well, you'd think so, but anyway. You would think. Um, n- nothing's written in stone with a computer. Anyway, sure. uh, number 13 is Merrimack, 21, 12, and 1. Number 14 is Nebraska-Omaha at 18, 12, and 4. Number 15, you have RIT at 24, 11, and 1. I like RIT, by the way. Uh, number 16, Ohio State at 20, 14, and 3, I believe, rounds out the Super 16, Paul. 13 through 16, how'd you get them? I picked them out of a hat. <laughs> All the folks in RIT are thrilled that you picked them number 15 out of a hat. Well, listen, uh, I, I, you know, RIT had 
had a, a, a tough go, a tough stretch in the season, um, which basically derailed their chances of an at-large bid. They're head and shoulders above every other team in the league. Um, you know, it's just unfortunate for RIT. They had a, they struggled at the end of the season after being pretty consistent all year long. And and they just, you know, they, they struggled uh, pretty much for, for one week, literally for one week. They played on a Saturday night and lost at home in overtime to Canisius uh, on a Saturday night. They played on a Thursday night and lost at Niagara. And that Saturday at Niagara, so literally one week, uh, cost them a shot and an at-large bid, and they wouldn't have to win the conference tournament. Um, you know that is unfortunate. There, the 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 situation that they're in, but a one-week stretch basically put them behind the eight ball. They lost four out of five, four out of five games, in a little bit more of an extended stretch. Uh, they got it turned around at home against Air Force um, and took two games from Mercyhurst in the first round of the conference tournament, even though one game was in overtime, as you expect tight games in the playoffs. Yeah, well, I think you're, you're pretty good. You're pretty, you're pretty spot on in, in the Super 16 and who's there and who isn't. Like I said, just a couple of tweaks on my end of it. Um but anyway, we'll find out. Uh, the tournament action continues and, for some cases, begins this weekend. The NCHC, as we talked about last night, uh, I think is Paul is probably as good of matchups. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. It's one and eight. But two and seven, that matchup between Colorado College and Western Michigan, I think, is going to be outstanding. And, of course, the other two matchups um, – UMD at St. Cloud and North Dakota at Omaha. Uh, I've already made my prediction. Both the underdogs, if you will, come out of that. Well, first of all, with CC and Western, it's the classic uh, boxer versus puncher. You know, Styles making fights. You have the strongly defense-first Colorado College against the uh, one of the higher-scoring teams in the country in Western Michigan. Um, and, you know, we'll, 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 we'll see what prevails. Now, Western does have an advantage playing at Lawson. But, but, you know, I, but I'm going to tell you, I, I think uh, Chris Mayotte's telling his guys, hey, you know that team that we almost beat, our rivals from Denver? We almost beat this weekend. They took two from Western Michigan at loss. No, I just a I couple of weeks ago. I'm just saying styles make fights, you know. Uh, and and let me let me point out another thing to people that may not have listened to us all the time. Shame on you, first of all. Uh, but Chris Mayotte's style is not that he would love to be the best defensive team in the country. Yeah, he likes yes, being he would. defensive. No, 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 no. Yes, he would. No, he his. He would like to score some goals, too. He just realizes that he's got a roster right now that has to be offensive to be successful. But I will guarantee you that next year they will be much better offensively and probably about the same defensively because they really have 
uh, a really good structured. And I heard David Carl say this about a dozen times this weekend. Man, that team is hard to play against because they're so structured. Well, um, whatever. No, don't don't ever tell me that that any coach doesn't want to be a top defensive team. Don't tell no, me but, that's no, ridiculous. But, no, but what you're saying is is that his team is only defensive, that they don't have any offense. They have offense and they will get more offense. It's just that right now the defensive side of things is standing out. I mean, don't tell me Hunter McCown can't score with anybody. Don't tell me Patrick Cozzi can't score. Um, that there's players on that roster that can score. It's just they're having a hard time scoring right now, and they might be missing a few pieces that will be coming in um, with the next draft or draft class, <laughs> recruiting class. How about yeah, that? That's 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 next year, right? Uh, so right now and, he's forced yeah. to play a style to win, and that's defensive. Well, they also have had opportunities, and and I know another team that's had tons of opportunities but can't finish. So you do. I do. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, um, Omaha. I mean, are the, uh, you know? I mean, Omaha better circle the wagons and get every fan they have in that uh, building and be as loud as possible because I'm I'll telling be you right now, the green and white, the Fighting Hawks are coming on. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll be very interested to see what that. Cr- how much green and how much red is in that building this weekend? It'll look like Christmas. It, it might. Um, you know, your your Bulldogs have to go in and win um, at least two more games at St. Cloud. Um, now, could they? Sure. Are they likely to sweep St. Cloud? If they do, no. Uh, you want to tell me that those two series for sure are going to go three games? I would believe that. Yeah, I'm going to say they'll probably go three games. Okay, you know, when you get to a one and done, anything is possible. Exactly. And that's why I'm saying throw out the home ice advantage. Throw out everything else. Uh, you know, there's a toss-up. It is a toss-up right now. They, they are. you got to but... look at who's getting hot at the right time. And I'll tell you right now. Ever since the North Dakota Fighting Hawks played at Denver, they have gotten on a roll. Um, they've they've realized that um, uh. their mortality is in front of them, and if they want to get to the tournament, they got one way and one way only. That's winning the Frozen Faceoff, which is going to make, by the way, the, the I think this year the Frozen Faceoff the best ever because I've never seen a Denver team more motivated. To, to win the frozen face-off. I've never seen a North Dakota team more motivated to win the frozen face-off or a Bulldog team to win the frozen face-off. Well, it's just first Western of all, Michigan thinks that they're already, well, they know they're already in the tournament no matter what happens to them. So it, they're not probably as motivated because uh, there's not really much they can do. I mean, winning the frozen face-off, yeah, it's a feather in their cap and a trophy in their trophy case, but it's not going to change much as to the where way, they are in the national tournament. By the way, um, North Dakota has played six straight one-goal games. Five of their last six games have gone to overtime. The last two games in Omaha, I mean, at home against Omaha, now they have to go to Omaha. Um, they're playing a lot of tight games. Which is what you play in tournament time. I understand that. 
And and I would, unlike most your, of the time, they're coming out on top. Unlike your Bulldogs and St. Cloud, who both have some decent NCAA and postseason uh, street cred, so to speak. Not sure Omaha has that. Would totally agree with you. Would totally agree with you. The other thing I'm going to say about um, Minnesota Duluth and, and St. Cloud is I think what's starting to creep to the surface is Minnesota Duluth might have a little bit better goaltending, and we know how important goaltending is when you want to get um, into the tournament and win the tournament. We've yeah, watched St. Cloud all year, and we all, we said from the very beginning that if their goaltending does what it needs to do, they'll be okay. But then they lose Anhorn, and then they uh, have the goaltending become the spotlight. And I don't think they want their goaltending in the spotlight. Well, you wouldn't think so. Um, but it is the playoffs, and you're going to have uh, your goaltending is going to be in the spotlight. And regardless of who they play, if they keep splitting things, and their numbers are almost, I mean, literally almost identical. There's a .01 difference in the goals against average and a .002 difference in the save percentage. Both yeah, I get it. Won, both goalies have won 10 games. So. Um, Which means they've almost caught T.J. Semptonfelter. They probably wish they had him for this run. <laughs> I'd take him. I'd take him for the run. I know. I know. Um, anyway, so, uh, so I my point being is that the NCHC tournament's going to be really good, and uh, I think every team in there is extremely motivated. If uh, if CC could pull the upset, and it would be a definite upset. Yeah. Um, boy, oh boy, what a stepping stone that would be for Chris Mayada and the program. To uh, to get a chance to play in the frozen faceoff, even if it's a one and done scenario. Okay, but let's let's also put it this way: if I told you I was going to go up to Robeson and tell the coach, um, I guarantee you a game three in that series, and then let the chips fall where they may, do you think that they would? Do you think they? How fast do you think they'd sign up for that? Instantly. Instantly. They would so, sign up instantly. So let's get to let's. Let's let's hope for a lot of game threes. Well, um, they'll they'll be they'll be three game threes. It'll just be one series that'll be done in two. Well, that'll be also that'll be good. Well, that'll also be good because uh, it'll be awesome because that means while we're on the air Sunday night we'll have games. Yeah, and that means the pioneers will get a little little more time to rest and uh, heal up some bumps and bruises which they could use. Um, you know, and and. Uh, that would be kind of awesome. I we'd be down for. <laughs> we couldn't do the show. We'd have to cancel the show so we could watch games. Why? Why? Can't watch games and do a show. Why not? I do it all the time. <laughs> Some of us. Oh, that's why you don't pay attention. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. So. Um, anyway, so that's NCHC stuff. As we've already talked about, uh, where Fairbanks is, uh, Alaska Fairbanks. Um, Anchorage and Lindenwood will be doing battle up in Anchorage. Uh, Long Island, making the trip out here to the desert to take on right. the Sun Devils, which we'll find out 
a little bit more about that this week. Maybe I'll be over there tomorrow to be able to catch some uh, practice session with the uh, no licorice the Sun Devils. No, 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 that's definitely gone. That is definitely gone. Um, anyway, so we'll see how that uh, plays out. And, uh, of course, Air Force is on the golf course already. They got out early. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, they just had a rough season. And the way the format set up in the Atlantic hockey, they uh, did not even get an opportunity to play in their conference tournament. I think that, I think that probably changes I hope it back changes. next year. I hope it changes. But, again, um, who knows? Atlantic could have 10 new teams next year by the time the season starts. Well, we could probably do an entire summer of shows about that. Yeah. Well, we know they're getting a couple, at least one. Robert Morris is coming back. Right. Right. So, so we'll see how that all plays out. And then, of right. course, uh, like I said, with uh, Fairbanks, they're just going to be way, waiting around. And I think, well, yeah, well, that's what ASU had to do. But they did think, win the College Hockey West Independent Cup. So congratulations. They secured yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I, I think uh, when you talk about Atlantic – and, you know, Robert Morris coming back. I, I think we'll get a feel for what else might be happening in college hockey um, pending what LIU might try to do. Because if they don't try, or at least you would think on the surface, if, you know, if we don't hear any rumors or made-up stories about them trying to get into Atlantic hockey, maybe it's because they know stuff that we don't. Well, maybe I'll see you, Mr. Riley, and I'll uh, I'll try to get it out of him. No, that's good. Just don't offer him any licorice. <laughs> no, but I'm going to ask him if he brought me one of them nice-looking jerseys because uh, I need one of those. That would look yeah, really I'll... good as a backdrop, by the way. It would. The newest team joining the uh, College Hockey West crowd. Yeah, well. They're, They're in the West, right? They're west of the yes. uh, Atlantic? Uh, Yeah. Okay. The Atlantic no, All actually, right. Perfect. They're, they're not, but okay. <laughs> anyway, we had to get that out there. Um, anything else that you need to talk about in the last minute of the show tonight, Paul Hornstein? Well, once again, are you shocked that Tony Granado is gone so fast? No. No. You got to win, baby. You got to win. And when the Big Ten is passing you by like they did this year, you got to win. You got to figure out a way somehow some way to uh to win it's big time college athletics don't be surprised if one todd cannot doesn't jump to the top of their uh wish list if if it's not mike hastings because um remember there was talk of mike hastings going to the big 10 too wisconsin's yeah, I, not I, far I, from minnesota i haven't seen either one of those names but i haven't really delved 100 percent into that because we have time for that yeah i hear you so the NCHC playoffs kick off this weekend. Let's go through them one more time. It's uh, Miami coming to Denver to Magnus to play, take on the number three team in the country, the Denver Pioneers and defending national champions. The number two team, Western Michigan, will host the uh, Colorado College Tigers. And I'll be wearing black and gold, by the way, that day. Um, and shaking the pom-poms. Let's not forget about that. Um, St. Cloud State. Am I correct there, or am I, did Omaha get? I can't remember who. I always get that wrong. What? Who got the three? Omaha. Who got the three? Omaha. So Omaha will be hosting number six North Dakota, and the number four team, Saint Cloud State, will be hosting the number five team, which is Minnesota Duluth. 
So that's the way things are going to play out. Get to your favorite rink. If you can't be there, beware, Paul. NCHC.TV. Yeah, be there. Yeah, be (laughs) NCHC.TV. If you can't be there, be here on NCHC.TV. How's that, Michael? You like it? Well, (laughs) considering we're we're, we're naming the fact that they're expanding the – that that we're going to claim that he was the reason they expanded the NCAA tournament. (laughs) No, you claim that. I didn't. (laughs) Sorry. You're going to name it after the Michael Wiseman Cup now when you win the NCAA championship. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hey, he'd be right in line with me because apparently I have a cup too. Yeah, well, like I said, well, but his his bust will probably be better looking than yours. (laughs) Doubt it. I don't. (laughs) Well, maybe he's got all of his teeth. Um, that that would help. And better hair. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Just saying. Okay. Take it away. From the Summer Skate Studios, Analytics and Eyeballs have been brought to you by Desert Toyota, 7150 East 22nd Street in Tucson, or at deserttoyota.com. We are the Toyota dealer that Tucson counts on. Uh, University of Central Oklahoma, two-time ACHA M1 champions and champions every day in the classroom at ucohockey.net and uco.edu. By Summer Skates, whether you use your own name and number or that of your favorite player, show up your game in style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See summerskates.com for more information. San Diego State University, the best of education, California college hockey and lifestyle at sdsu.edu and sdsuhockey.com. Our Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com, no one knows goalies needs better than we do. See the website for our Three Valley locations and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas or at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. By M-Drive, supplements to fuel and refine your drive at mdriveformen.com. Oklahoma University, join our 20th anniversary celebration. For schedule and information, go to ouhockey.net. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Jets Pizza, more than just great pizza. You'll love our wings, sidekicks, and more. Find the location near you at jetspizza.com. And by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. And by Spaghetti Shack. Quality food quickly with locations in Tempe, Queen Creek, and the new location in pinetopcspaghettishock.com for more information. Analytics and eyeballs and all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, let friends know about the show. Search I-T-H-S-W podcasts, all one word. That's I-T-H-S-W podcasts, all one word. Help find the show. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios as a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. Another quick reminder that I will be at the Spaghetti Shack location on Rural Road at 6340 South Rural Road. Let's just say come to the corner of Rural and Guadalupe and you'll find us. I will be there from 730 to 830. I've got a couple of gift certificates to give away if you're listening Paul Hornstein's going to have another trivia question. I'm giving him a full day of warning for you tomorrow night. And uh, that'll be <laughs> that'll be leading up to the uh, the regular season finale, the season finale for the Arizona State Sun Devils and the Long Island Sharks 
as they do battle on Friday, Saturday night at the one, the only Mullet Arena. All right, we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. Hello, New Day. Good night, everybody. <laughs>